welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kaus, marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. On today's episode, we are talking about the thing that is on everyone's mind right now, which is the current situation with the pandemic virus COVID-19. Jenny and I are recording this episode on Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. Things are evolving very quickly, but the current situation is, I think for all of us, uncharted territory that is scary and uncertain. I want to start today's podcast with a tweet that author Mark Manson shared this week. Fear is useful. It's the most primitive of emotions and therefore the most road tested. Fear helps us prepare and protect ourselves from danger, and it's necessary to get millions of people to kick themselves into gear, to do the smart thing, stay home, and check in on loved ones. So if you are feeling scared, know that it's normal and it's there to protect you. Know that we are all feeling it, and we can work as a community to take care of each other and offer comfort where it's needed. Mm -hmm. Feels a bit like we're in the upside down. Do you remember that? Stranger Things? Yeah. The upside down. So as we ride this thing out together, well, you know, together, but also alone in our homes. Peggy and I want to share with you some of our ideas for how to get through this. And we hope that maybe you can reach out to us too with any ideas that you might have for us. So as you know, we talk about habits and we know that in times of uncertainty, your habits can really ground you. So today we want to share some ideas about some habits that you can adopt in the midst of these strange days to help you calm anxiety, take care of yourself, and your family, and control what you can as you navigate fear and change. So we want to start off talking about calming anxiety. And I think it's fair to say that I've been feeling fairly anxious for the last few days to a week. Jenny? (laughs) I would say that that's probably pretty universal. I would say, yeah, yeah, I would say probably everybody's feeling that. So we want to, we, Jenny and I sort of did some brainstorming and, and some of the things that work for us, we want to share Um, and hopefully they'll work for you too. So we want to start off with gratitude. Mm -hmm. So no matter how awful and scary things feel, being grateful for what you do have is extra important right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, In our Facebook group yesterday, a listener, Angela, shared that she and her husband went on a gratitude walk. They spent 45 minutes alternating things that they are grateful for. She said, best feeling, we are blessed. And I love this so much. It's just, it really pulls you, gratitude pulls you out of fear and puts you into a place where you can just as she said, feel blessed. So, And I think that's especially powerful to do that while walking. I think so too, which is neat. And especially right now, a lot of people might feel cooped up. It's okay to go for a walk. So this is a really yeah. great idea. Thank you so much, Angela, for sharing it. And I'll say here, I've been sitting as you, I'm sitting by my front window in my home office. I've been working from home and I'm seeing so many people getting out for walks. Oh, that's, that's great. Good. That's good. Yeah. Um, The other thing I want to say about gratitude is um, the company Intelligent Change. And this is the company that makes the five minute journal that Jenny and I talk about regularly when we're discussing gratitude. This company has responded to this crisis in a cool way. 
So they sent out an email today and it says that they want to create a ripple of positivity during this emotionally heavy and unpredictable global experience. So here's what the email said. We decided this ripple could be created by focusing on what we've always focused on, gratitude. We want to start the first ripple and say thank you to everyone who partakes in a regular gratitude practice by using the five minute journal. We want to push that ripple to grow larger by giving away an introduction to the five minute journal and the daily layout. So you can find an introduction to the five minute journal and the daily layout. Um, I'll include a link in the show notes. And uh, the company Intelligent Change says, we encourage you to share this with your friends, family and colleagues to create more ripples of positivity. These ripples of positive change would be created by you. So this is um, this what they're giving away is usually behind a paywall. So it's pretty awesome gesture uh, to get people to focus on gratitude. So if that's something that resonates with with any of you, Jenny and I have talked about this, we both use this model for our own gratitude journaling. So check it out. Again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, The other thing that I think is extremely important, and I'm saying this from my own personal experience, but also just things I've been reading and listening to, we need to limit our news checking or our news watching or what I've now dubbed the Corona scroll. So Mm -hmm. um, a good limit for these things might be checking once or twice a day and then put a time limit on it, actually set a timer. Because generally speaking, the more that we read or watch or scroll, it's sending our brains into a spiral. So it's good to stay informed, but it doesn't really do much after that to stay stuck in that endless internet scroll. What are you laughing about? Oh, the quote. This is amazing. (laughs) So Jenny's just reading ahead in my script, but to offer a little bit of levity here, I saw this tweet today, ironically, when I was in the scroll, and it said, the corona crisis is like having to smoke the whole pack of internet. And I laughed out loud for reals because I was right in it. So that's hilarious. So the, this actually is a lovely segue to our next um, piece of information because there's something amazing. Oh, what do you want to say before I go into that? I was just, <laughs> so good. but I was just gonna say this news checking. I have to start doing this, like the limiting it. Yeah, I think all I of us am, do. I am required as part of my job. I have to monitor the news. Oh, okay. I, I do marketing and I do social media for the company that I work for. We are heavily involved in international trade. This is a big deal for us right now. This yeah. is a big issue. Oh, yeah. So I I have to monitor the news, but I don't think I have to be monitoring it as much as I have been. So I think what I'm going to do, and maybe can you check in with me on this to make sure I'm doing it? I'm going to set some times. So maybe 10 o'clock and two o'clock that are my check the news times. And other than that, I'm going to try and stay off because I really am getting sucked into reading. And I find I'll go from like reading on my computer to then checking my phone and I need to stop. And you know what else I need to stop is I love the national. It's amazing, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it's helpful for me to watch right before bed. Okay. Yeah, I I agree with you. Like I was so fired up. It was like I'd had four cups of cups of coffee right before bed. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. I was like, this pack of internet. I smoked the whole pack of internet. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, this leads us to we want to distract ourselves with other media that is fun or calming or just awesome, like what we've just described. So. So after a few yes. days of nonstop Corona scrolling, which is massively ex- anxiety inducing, I've started putting my phone in the other room at night 
I did it last night for the first time, thank goodness, because I like I would just be three hours in the dark, like scrolling. Um, yeah. And I started re- going back to my book book. Um, so I was reading a nonfiction book and I couldn't get into it. And it was real. I, I was still feeling the anxiety. So I switched to a fiction book. I'm reading Big Little Lies by Leanne Mor- Mor- Moriarty which is uh, they've made a TV series about it. And I didn't really know anything about this book other than they'd made a TV series about it. But after about the first five pages, my entire physiology calmed right down and I got into the story and I was like relieved. I was like, okay, this is what I need. So I got lost in that story rather than in the internet scroll. That's cool. And we also, we have so much access to all of these streaming services. So Maybe find something upbeat or funny on Netflix, Crave, or Amazon Prime and get lost in that for a while. This is a good time to binge watch something. If you are at home and you're able to do this, just give your brain a break. I mean, usually I wouldn't advocate kind of like a numbing behavior, but you know what? I think it's okay right now. I think you're right. Let's do this. Yeah. This is heavy, so let's add some levity to your day. I talked a couple weeks ago about that special, You're Doing Great by Tom Papa. That's a great one to check out. So, and I don't know about you, but like there's so many good memes going around on the internet right now. I'm loving it. So I'm very entertained by that. But for those of you with little ones at home, do limit what your kids are seeing on the news. I would advise, um, like I wouldn't just leave the news going on in the background because that can be scary for kids who don't really aren't able to kind of put context around this. Um, and they can really sense the anxiety of your, of their parents as well. I know our, our son is definitely feeling it. He's, he's getting second. It's like you were talking about the smoke in a pack of internet. He's getting some secondhand smoke off (laughs) for sure. (laughs) And I can definitely see it in him. So I'm, uh, yeah, we got to do that. Um, Meditation as well. So we've talked about meditation before at length and we recommend uh, Calm or Headspace. We officially endorse those two services. Not an ad, not an ad. (laughs) Not an ad, not an ad. But if they'd like to pay us, that'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. Um, But uh, if you want to hear more about meditation and its benefits, check out episode uh, number six to 10. That's when we did our month focus on meditation. And I've been using calm during this. It's been really good. You know what else I've been doing is podcasts. There's a couple podcasts out that are phenomenal. So I'm going to mention two people who have been putting out podcasts that have for me been very helpful and they might be helpful to other people as well. So we've talked about Brooke Castillo before Brooke Castillo runs something called the life coach school. And she has been putting out daily podcasts talking about all of this and how to manage it. And it's been really, really helpful. So she's, she's great. Um, have you listened to any of those Peg? No, I actually, I wasn't going to do that today, but it's on my list because Ah. you had mentioned it. So I'll check it out sometime this week for sure. Very helpful. Um, as well, Rob Bell. I've talked about Rob Bell a little bit. He's put out a couple really good ones as well. And I've shared them with a couple friends because I found them to be helpful. Um, but yeah, and another thing too, uh, a lot of us have access to perhaps employee assistance programs uh, where we can talk to someone. And there are so many virtual options today as well. Um, Even if you don't have an employee assistance program, there's a lot of really reasonable services now where you can access a virtual 
therapist. Um, you know, a lot of us are feeling really high levels of anxiety. So even reach out to your friends and often just speaking it is helpful. It's really good to reach out to others and journal your thoughts. Even I know the other day I have a group chat with some of my, um, girlfriends and we started talking about it. And one of our friends just said, how are you doing? Like, how's everybody doing? And it was the first time I actually just said, you know what? Not that great. Yeah. And it felt really good to just admit it Yeah. and just say, yeah, like I'm, I'm struggling because for the first while we're all just trying to be strong and get through it. And we're not sure what it means, Yeah. but it's okay to just admit it. Yeah. It felt amazing to just say that, get it off my chest that, yeah, not too great. <laughs> This is not managing my expectations very well. (laughs) Yeah. The other idea was a worry journal. So this was something we heard about on the Happier podcast. And they talked about having a worry journal so that you have a place to kind of dump all of your worries and get them off your mind. So remind yourself what is a fact and what is an opinion. So remove the emotion from it if you can and remind yourself of what is real right now. Did I tell you about this book? that we got from the library about this no so we got just I like accidentally last week like just picking out books from the library for Ethan we have this book called facts versus opinions versus robots oh my gosh that's amazing it, it explains the difference between facts and opinions in a very kid friendly way if the library was still open, I would recommend you check it out, <laughs> but maybe order it on Amazon because as I was reading it to Ethan, I was realizing that I was the one that needed to hear oh, this. Oh, I like that. It's like it the universe really, knew and provided you with it. It really, really did. Jeff walked by as I was reading it and was like, oh, I think I need to hear this. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, The other thing that we want to recommend that you do is cuddle with your people or your pets. So if you have people or pets in your household that you can hug or cuddle, do it more often. When we touch, cuddle, hug, or hold hands, our bodies release feel-good hormones. These hormones include oxytocin, dopamine, and serotonin. Once the hormones are released into our bodies, we experience feelings of happiness, relaxation, improved mood, and lower levels of depression. So this was very evident for me this week when my cat Amigo came and laid by me on the bed when I was doing the Corona scroll on my phone. It's kind of like he knew I was feeling anxious and then just giving him some attention and petting him and listening to him purr and like have him roll around and like just let me love him up a little bit. It was like anti-anxiety medication. So I've also found that hugging John is really helpful too. So I just have been asking for more hugs and it's helpful. So if you don't have a cuddle bunny in your world, reach out to your family and friends by phone or FaceTime or Skype or whatever is similar that you have. The more we stay connected with our people, the better we will feel. Mm -hmm. I agree. So another thing is kind of just practical matters about taking care of you and your family. So I know you've been hearing this everywhere, but wash your hands. I feel like I say this all the time as a mom, but now I'm saying it even more. And I'm actually spending a lot of time washing hands with Ethan because I'm realizing that this is a good time to do some extra learning because I realize we have some knowledge gaps in this area. (laughs) So it's um, use obviously soap and water and wash for at least 20 seconds. So sing the happy birthday song twice to know how long that is. And we've been doing it once in English and once in French because we are in Canada. So, oh, that's cool. 
Yeah. So that's been kind of going well. And, um, we also like, we had gotten him like a Ninja Turtles soap, like something different to make it a little bit more fun to get him hopefully interested in it. But guess what? He's not interested in it. So we still have to, to work with him. But I think if nothing else, this is a good learning about hygiene. Um, the other thing, obviously cough or sneeze into your elbow, uh, always good advice, but it's an excellent reminder. Um, Ethan does prefer to sneeze directly into my face, uh, but we're working on it. (laughs) Oh, I just want to go back. That's awesome. I just want to go back to the wash your hands. So this is something that because it's very much on my mind, and I think this might be a good habit for every household for now during this important time, but also moving forward uh, to establish certain norms when it comes to washing hands. So what we've done is somebody comes into the house, shoes off, coat off, before anybody gets a hug, before anybody does anything else, hands are washed. So like you. <laughs> so we just want to make sure that everybody's washing their hands before any other activities take place. Yeah. All right. The other thing we that's want to move. What were you going to say? I said that's a good one. I think so. All right. The other one we want to talk about is exercise. So This might be sort of the last thing on your brain right now, but exercise always has amazing benefits, but they will be amplified right now. Moving your body will help to calm your anxiety by releasing endorphins. It will help you to get out of your head and into your body. It will help to give your immune system a little bit of a boost, and it will overall help you to feel better. We are designed to move after all. All of the gyms are currently closed down in our area as we are recording this. So if you aren't sure what to do at home, uh, check out my Instagram page because this week... I am not really comfortable doing this, but I think it's a good idea. I'm going to share my hashtag hallway workouts that um, use minimal equipment that can get your heart rate up for at least 10 minutes. And my plan is to do this a few times a week. So if that's something that you feel like would be helpful, check out my Instagram page at Dr. Peggy Malone. So there's also a ton of online or other creative ways to exercise. So Jenny loves yoga with Adrian or Adriana. Yeah. And Adrian, uh, Adrian. And I also heard this week that some gyms, because they're all closed, are renting out some of their equipment so that people can use it at home. And they're also doing a lot of virtual stuff. Wow. So if you if you have a membership at a gym, reach out to see if they're doing anything online, because I think that if you're already paying them a membership, it's going to help them as a local business stay in business during this crazy time. It's also going to help you do your exercise. So there's something yeah, awesome about cool. that. Yeah. And my... Um funny small world thing my boss is actually doing daily yoga for people to follow along she has a uh, yoga franchise called power yoga canada and she's been doing daily yoga in the mornings so do check that out as well if you're interested i've been using the yoga with adrian on youtube for a while now i've talked about it and i'm finding it to be really helpful oh good yeah um kind of in line with that too is setting up a routine So this will really help you maintain some normalcy uh, in a situation where this is not normal. Right. Uh, So things like, you know, we've talked a lot about this, like morning routines, mealtimes. That's something I need to work on when we're going to be all home too is, you know, not kind of all just randomly doing our own thing is is stopping and having a meal together and having a way to kind of structure your day because I don't know about you, but time is feeling very weird and nebulous to me right now. Mm-hmm. It's um, kind of like that feeling be. between Christmas and New Year's, that whole weirdness. Yeah. yeah, it is. And I find, you know, I can go from 10 to 11 can feel like five hours. And then all of a sudden, four till 6pm can fly by. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just 
time is a weird construct right now. So it's just something that you can do if you have some sort of routine or structure um, to maintain your life before you were like the way your life was before you were kind of stuck at home. And it's so helpful for kids. There's a lot of people out there right now offering awesome resources in terms of sample schedules for kids days just to give them structure. This is something that Ethan asked us for. Um, this has happened before when we've been off with the strike as well is I know in his classroom, they have like a, a thing on the wall that tells them what's next. And he, he really counts on that. And he's, he's just that type of kid that really likes to know what to expect. Yeah. Um, so we've, we had to like write it on a piece of paper on the wall of kind of what was happening when, cause it was, you could tell he was pretty untethered by the whole, like, what, what are we doing? And so even if it's just like, you know, this hour is just, you know, free play, this hour is we're going to do some educational things, even on an app, just so they know what to, what to expect. And yeah. That's cool. Sure. Something we did tonight, which I think is very, very helpful, I found it very helpful, was go outside. So get some sun on your face, get some fresh air. You can go for a walk uh, while being mindful of social distancing. Um, this is, and keep in mind, this is March 17th, we're saying this, so we don't know what could potentially change, but I know we live near um, a conservation area and we went down and kind of walked through the woods you know, there weren't a lot of people around and it felt really, really good to just kind of yeah. get out. Um, um, and less family friendly. The other day I convinced John to go for a walk and I mixed us a tequila and soda. And then we walked around the block and had a drink as we wandered around the neighborhood. So sometimes you, you, you got to do what you got to do. You do you. I like it. Um, the other thing too, which this one appeals to me, but I'm going to say this quietly so Jeff doesn't hear it and give me the look, um, is if you're stuck in your house, maybe now's the time to take on a project you've been putting off. So I know I've been thinking about doing that photo scanning and this would be a good time to dig into that. And you know what else I'm thinking? I'm sitting here in my office and I don't really like the color of the walls. And I know one of my things on my 20 for 20 list is to paint a room white. Maybe it's the time. Oh my goodness. That's ambitious. Yep. Well, you know what? I think we're going to have some time. I think you're right. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. And another thing that we want to talk about today is control what you can as you navigate fear and change. So as I said before, we are in uncharted territory. This is a once in a century event, we hope, that we are all trying to negotiate together. The uncertainty of it all feels like a major loss of control, and that is super hard. So when the world seems uncontrollable, we need to focus on what we can control. So here are some things that you can do that are in your control and that will be helpful to navigate fear and change. So practice extreme social distancing. The evidence from other parts of the world that have successfully dealt with COVID-19 shows that practicing social distancing is extremely important to stopping its spread. So at the time of this recording, both London and St. Thomas have shut down most non-essential businesses and our government has encouraged us to stay at home. If your city or town is not there yet, please take it upon yourself to save lives now by staying home if it's at all possible for you. It seems extreme to say so, but this is your opportunity to save a life, maybe thousands of lives, just by simply staying at home. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. One way to navigate your fear is to know that what you are doing and doing all you can on behalf of others. 
And that relates right to what we're going to talk about next, which is reach out to help others be of service. So this little blurb is from Tara Moore's newsletter today. She's um, a really great uh, lady who I'm reading a book of hers called Playing Big. Um, This is what she said. Service is an antidote to fear. We have got to get away from thinking about ourselves and away from thinking, period, and into loving action multiple times a day. So every day, and especially when you are getting caught up in fear and worry, ask yourself what you can do to be of service. For example, you can call those in your community who might be feeling particularly afraid or lonely. You can find a way to support a small business that is being hard hit. You can do a video call with someone who could use a pick-me-up and put your adorable dog in the camera frame for them to see, giving them something to smile about for a few moments. And you can think about or prey on how your knowledge, skills, personal strengths, or other resources can be of service during this crisis and then act on your ideas. Um, Another thing is online, there are some care mongering groups popping up where neighborhoods and communities are helping each other. So you can search Facebook with the term care mongering and see what's in your local area and how you can help. So the one that I joined for London is described as follows, a group for sharing and organizing community resources in responses to COVID-19. The goal of this group is to organize the local community on the grassroots level to ensure vulnerable and or oppressed community members have access to food, housing, healthcare, and other necessities. It is also for the redistribution of resources in the case that stockpiling prevents people from accessing basics. Um, Community activism and advocacy is welcomed and encouraged. You can also post requests for aid and support here. Please share any opportunities or events that may be helpful to support community members. So this is pretty cool that in my community, and when you read what's happening in these groups, it's awesome. Humans are amazing. So I I encourage you, if if this feels like it resonates with you at all, there's lots of these groups and things popping up online and Facebook and the other areas of the social media. Check it out. And when you feel yeah. yourself spiraling, bring it back to what's right in front of you right now and what you have control over in this minute. Yeah. And I think too, reaching out to just people that you know that um, aren't going to be able to go out. I know like for us, older family members, family members with health concerns, um, I I don't have any underlying health concerns that I'm worried about. So I've offered up, you know, if people need things to let us know that we can go out and get them things that Jeff or I would run out and leave things on their porch, take care of those people in your life who this is kind of a a bit more of a dicey time for. The other thing too, is if I've said to family members as well, we have, we got Amazon prime. So if people need things, let us know that we, you know, for our parents, grandparents, that we can send them things if they need it next day, because if they don't, they don't have Amazon Prime so that we could help them out in that way. Like it it does make you get creative about things that you can do and access to help them. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, So we don't know how long this is going to last or what our new normal will be like when we get to the other side. But Peggy and I will be here each week sharing what we feel is helpful for us. And hopefully you'll find it helpful too. So please reach out to us and ask questions or share stories about how you are navigating at this time. We would love to hear from you. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let us know how you are feeling in these uncertain times and how you are managing. If you have any ideas or thoughts for how people can stay connected, calm anxiety, and focus on what they can control, let us know. 
For questions or comments, send us an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag the improvement project. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If this episode was helpful for you at all, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the way that we can be of service right now. And if you found it helpful, please pass it on. We also have a Facebook group. So search for the Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Peggy will be there this week interacting with you and taking your questions and suggestions for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay calm, wash your hands and stay home. Sending you all big love. Did you see the meme that I put up for St. Patty's Day today? No. It said, you know how normally it says, kiss me, I'm Irish? It said, wave to me from at least six feet away, I'm Irish. (laughs) (laughs) You should say, I'm an Irish introvert (laughs) during COVID-19.